Breaking news from The Athletic. Welcome to The Athletic. This is Matt Fortuna joined by Matt Schneidman. I cover college football for The Athletic. Matt Schneidman covers the Green Bay Packers. And we're here to talk about uh, the passing of Paul Horning, uh, who died at the age of 84 today on Friday, the 13th of, of November 2020. Matt, you're in Green Bay. Um, you know that that franchise inside and out. You know that town um, I can only imagine some of the tributes and some of the memories you've heard about Paul Horning before today. Uh, what's today been like uh, on the ground there? Yeah, just a living legend is probably the best way to describe him. One of the best Packers in history. And, you know, you being 31, me being 25, we obviously weren't around to see him play. But anytime you see uh, current day people and players talk about a guy like that um, a- as profusely as they do, Uh, with praise 60 years after he was at the height of his career really goes to show the kind of player he was. I mean, uh, the Packers drafted him first overall in 1957 after he won the Heisman Trophy playing quarterback for Notre Dame. And then he was a halfback and a kicker for the Packers for 10 years, which you don't see in the NFL today. Uh, Led the NFL in scoring for two years, finished second in 1961, fifth all-time on the Packers scoring list, and, and his 176 points scored in the 1960 season are still the second most ever scored in a single season in NFL history behind only LaDainian Tomlinson in 2006. So that record stood for 46 years and still holds weight today. He helped the Packers win four NFL championships, uh, including Super Bowl one in 1967, even though he didn't play in that game. And one of the most interesting things about Paul Horning is in 1961, a season in which he won NFL MVP, he had to fulfill during the week Army ROTC requirements from Notre Dame, and he had to get a special pass to return to Green Bay and play in games on the weekends or wherever the Packers were playing. And for the NFL championship game that year against the New York Giants, uh, Vince Lombardi's friendship with then-President John F. Kennedy helped Horning get a special pass to play in that game, scored 19 points, uh, three field goals, four extra points, and a rushing touchdown in the Packers' 37-0 win over the Giants. So, I mean... He's a Hall of Famer in college, Hall of Famer with the Packers, Hall of Famer in Canton. This guy's just a living legend, and he'll definitely be missed around here and remembered as one of the best to ever play for arguably one of the most uh, iconic organizations in sports. Yeah, what's striking to me is just his legacy spanning every level of this beautiful game of football. I mean, we have the Paul Horning Award in college football, which started in 2010 and I think is pretty fitting. Um, given how that was the era where spread positionless football really began to take charge in college football. And it was an appropriate way to honor guys who you couldn't really fit in a box, like a Drill Peppers from Michigan, a Rondale Moore from Purdue, Lynn Bowden from Kentucky, uh, Christian McCaffrey as well, who's doing the same thing at the NFL level right now, um, won the award in 2015. Um, The guy was just, you know, again, We've mentioned our ages at the top of the show. We don't need to repeat it. We didn't get to see him play live. Uh, but he was a freak of nature. I mean, I don't think you need to see him uh, or, or do more than scan the stat sheet to realize uh, this guy was capable of doing great things everywhere. I mean, he went to Notre Dame as both a football and basketball player. He won the Heisman Trophy at Notre Dame uh, despite winning two games with the Irish that year, which if that happened today, you can only imagine what the message boards and social media and Twitter sphere w- would be talking about right now uh, if a Notre Dame of a player from a losing Notre Dame team won the Heisman Trophy. Uh, what stands out to me more than than anything else uh, is a guy who loves the history of this game uh, and as any good New Yorker or East Coaster, I should say, is uh, enamored with Vince Lombardi. One of my favorite books of all time is 
when pride still mattered, Dave Moranis, his biography of Vince Lombardi. And there's a very healthy uh, part of that book that's devoted to, to not just Paul Hording, but, but his coach's fascination with him. And I'll read a brief excerpt here just to uh, give everyone a glimpse of, of what it must have been like to, to be back in that time. He, he talked about uh, David Moranis talked about the myth or reality that, that surrounded Hornig and, and how, um, you know, he, he stirred yearning in others. Um, one Saturday afternoon scene that stands out. He's talking about a boy named Gary Van Ness who, who's going to buy hamburgers for the family at a takeout place. And he says, quote, as Gary approaches on his bike, he sees a cream colored 1959 Cadillac convertible in the driveway. A beautiful girl sits in the front, her head tilted to the sky and out from the storefront steps Horning his wavy locks shining above his brilliant high forehead. He is wearing white slacks and a fresh t-shirt, and he is carrying a case of Ham's beer under his right arm. He puts the beer in the back, eases into the caddy, glances at the kids, smiles, winks, and drives away, end quote. Uh, and he, they go on to talk about how uh, Vince Lombardi, for, for all of his iron-fisted uh, ruling nature, for, for, for all of his old-school ethos, uh, just always had a soft spot for this guy, uh, no matter what he did. And there's a friend in there, telling Vince Lombardi that maybe he's the opposite of you, Vince Lombardi. And Vince Lombardi says, maybe. Um, I, I don't know if you can better encapsulate uh, the, the legacy around Paul Horning than an anecdote like that one and through his relationship uh, with Vince Lombardi, just two polar opposites who uh, managed to, to, to put their, uh, their strengths together um, and thrive off each other and win a hell of a lot of football games that way. Right, Matt, uh, I don't want to keep you too long. I know it's been a rough 2020 uh, for the Green Bay Packers family. What did today's news do uh, on top of everything that, that that organization has gone through so far this year? Yeah, it's just a, a gut punch, really. I mean, we lost Willie Davis, Willie Wood, Herb Adderley, and now Paul Horning, four of the greatest Packers ever, four legends around here that obviously didn't play anywhere near the current day, but guys that will be remembered forever here as just absolute legends. So on top of how cruddy 2020 has been just as a year in general. Uh, definitely a tough year for uh, the Packers organization as a whole, losing four absolute legends that have left an indelible mark on Lambeau Field and, and the city of Green Bay with everything they were able to do during their playing careers here. I think we'll leave it at that, Matt. I appreciate you joining us. That's Matt Schneidman. I'm Matt Fortuna. For continuing coverage, please check us out all day on theathletic.com. Rest in peace, Paul Horning, dead at the age of 84.